How are you Raiders family? It's Berkey here and welcome to my post-match review against the Roosters Round 9 Magic Round last Sunday at Suncorp. Um, I was lucky enough to be there watching the game live. Uh, so look, if I miss some certain things in my top 10, I do apologise if you saw certain things uh, on the screen or on replays that I may have missed. Um, you don't get the benefits, obviously, in a, in a box uh, of trying to uh, watch a, a replay by watching the game live. So I do apologise, but there were certain things I really picked up um, with the game, uh, which I'm going to cover shortly. Suffice to say that I don't think we're too far off uh, pushing the top three, to be honest with you, from what I saw myself live uh, about the way we're moving, our cohesion and our spread uh, was most impressive. Uh, but look, I'll, I'll cover some of these issues through the top 10. Number one I want to talk about this week is our left edge. So Nick, Jared, um, see you when he comes on, Ryan Sutton, those type of guys. Our left edge on the weekend watching it live was moving beautifully. Really slick, good width, um, Jack's balls to Jared uh, to put him in space for the try was exemplary. And I think our left edge, now that we don't have a right edge, so to speak, because of Bateman, Dapani, BJ and Rapana out, our left edge is going to be our go-to edge, I think, for the next five to six weeks. So um, it was most impressive against a very, very solid Roosters right edge defence, even without uh, Luttrell for a period of time and Boyd Cordner. We still made a lot of yardage um, around that Roosters area. I beg your pardon, the Roosters right edge uh, of um, Manu and uh, Cooper Cronk. Uh, we've made a lot of really good yardage against those guys, and I think there's a little bit of a secret there. As I said in my, in, in my preview, I don't think Manu and Cronk um, are solid defenders in relation to trying to pick guys off and trying to read plays. So I think we can learn a little bit from that Roosters right edge when we play them again in the semis uh, about how to pick them apart on that area. But our left edge moved beautifully on the weekend. The way that Jack's able to run the ball, um, his speed off that first 10 to 15 metres, 10 to 15 metres is fantastic. Uh, and I said the width of the pass has really stretched the Roosters. And I'll stress again, Cooper Cronk's 35, so we need to remember that next time to really move him around a lot more. But our left edge was great on the day. Number two, I've gone for offloads. Now, I'll come to Corey Horsberg shortly. But we really, meet, we, we really needed, we really seem to make an impact once we start to get a few offloads into our game. Um, Horsberg did a really good one early, which set the tone when he came on. He had three, four guys on. He was able to pop the ball out. Papali's try, or sorry, the Oldfield try when uh, Papali offloaded to um, uh, Whitehead on the inside, who hit Oldfield out on the right edge, was fantastic. These sorts of things unsettle guys, and we haven't really offloaded this year like we have in previous years. Obviously, with our main offloader being BJ being injured, he's usually the one that gets those offloads away and gets that momentum in that second phase play happening. But I think now we've lost our right edge. This onus needs to fall on some of these other guys, particularly around that middle area. So your Horsbergs, Josh Papali, Whitehead, those types of guys, Ryan Sutton, really need to be open and aware of that second phase play to give Hodzo that space around the ruck that he needs. Number three, I've gone for Hudson Young. For a guy that's played four games, but his first run on, um, on the day, he did not look out of place. He missed one or two tackles, where he may have went in a little bit quickly uh, and tried to do a big hit, but on the day, his footwork close to the line is very, very good. 
He's able to move laterally really, really well and beat guys close around the ruck. That's so important if you can break a tackle here and there because what it forces the defence to do is send in another, uh, another uh, reinforcement to make that tackle that's been missed. So Hudson was exemplary on the weekend, I thought, as well, being a, a sort of four or five rookie game uh, with what he performed at in that pace with uh, the pedigree against him uh, of, of the calibre of player. It was top-notch. He will not let the team down. He's going to be better for the run. And I think against some of these South Sydney tanks this weekend, their big fours, but I'll cover that in my top ten later on in the week. Hudson Young's footwork close to the line, as we saw against Penrith the week before when he scored his try, it's going to be really important for us. Number four, I've gone for Corey Horsberg. I watched Corey a lot on the weekend. I like the way he plays. He followed instructions very well. A number of times, Hodjo said, I want you to run here and run there. And he did what he was told. Most important that he plays as a team. As I said, his offloads were important. And I'll come back to South Sydney again this week. They've got big forwards that don't like to be moved around. The Roosters forward pack... Um, man-for-man man sort of matched up pretty well against our pack from an area of, of, of manoeuvrability, their weight and the way they can move laterally. Their pack sort of was similar to ours, not being overly heavy uh, other than Warrior Hargraves, um, but the rest of their pack was pretty much on a par with weight, height and that sort of thing. So it was a good match-up for us. The Rabbitohs are big meatheads in relation to size and they don't move too well, all the Burgess boys and so on. So I think if Corey can get those offloads happening, he loves a rumble, he loves a contest, uh, and these are the sort of guys we need to bring on really to make their mark at that 20-minute mark. Our bench needs to be intimidating um, and letting their bench players know that we, we need to win this battle to win the game. So once again, Corey was top-notch. Number five, I've gone for Hodjo, and that what, that's what allowed Hodjo to do. On the weekend, once again, watching live, his passes, passes left and right in the ruck Ruck were exemplary. They were bullet-like, they were flat, and he was able to get Jack and Sam running onto the ball because his passes were so beautifully, and the trajectory was really good straight into the bread basket to allow the guys not to have to go behind and lose half a second to pick the ball up. By the time you do that and you're trying to throw this way, your attackers are in front of you. Um, so those passes from Hodjo really enabled us to spread the ball well, and Hodjo's really getting back some momentum now that we know that he's used that we that we know that he's used to and can perform week in week out because these younger guys are winning that ruck area. So he had a fantastic game. The way he marshaled the troops, would like to see him probably kick a little bit more. Still, uh, I think he can catch that element of surprise with his kicking, particularly forty twenties. Again, this week against the Rabbitohs, probably going to be greasy, so the ball's going to skid to those twenty metre lines. So just want to see him probably kick a touch more. Um, number six, I've gone for CNK. Nickel Clockstat was enormous again on the weekend. I just can't sing his praises enough, some of the work that he's doing around that ruck area to get us out of trouble. He's so low on his feet. It's, it's nearly Ponga-like. The thing with CNK is he's trying to get through in a lot more traffic than Ponga does. Ponga's one or two off the ruck with his step. CNK is doing a lot more grunt, dirty, crappy work through that middle third for us, giving our forwards a break getting our wingers involved as well for the quick play of the ball from dummy half. Um, Sharnese plays that ball very quickly, gives us that roll on. Uh, but his form so far, we've been very, very fortunate with what Peter Mulholland's done for the club in getting, in, getting him over here to us. He looks fit. 
strong guy, um, confident. He's a half glass full type of guy. Uh, and he's just going to go from strength to strength over the next couple of weeks. Number seven, I've gone for Havili. He was a tank again on the weekend. Full of venom, full of um, passion with his runs. And it, he just asked a lot of questions of those roosters middle third. Um, the Warrior Hargreaves, the Tokiahos, those types of big defenders. He was asking a lot of questions of them. Once again, we're going to need that this week against the Burgess boys. Uh, but the Burgess boys do not move as well as the Roosters pack. So I think Harvilli can really use his bulk and brawn to get over the top of these guys with a bit of footwork to get that momentum. But I thought Harvilli's uh, game on the weekend was terrific for us and just had that bench impact with um, Corey, Sia when he came on. Bailey was used sparingly, obviously, once Jordan went down. But as a winger, he did his job really, really well. Um, but Harvilli was big. Number eight, I've gone for the first 20 minutes. Now, obviously, we lost the game there. From the first 20 minutes, if we can just tuck in as a bad memory, learn from it. But the next hour, the next 60 minutes, if it was 12-10 or 12-all or 10-8 at half time, we would have won that game. Make no mistake about it. We were all over the Roosters in the second 40, even they got to 30-6. to six. The thing about what we didn't do, we didn't panic or look at the scoreboard. We just continually played our natural game. That's maturity. We didn't play. We didn't try and play catch-up football. Throw miracle passes. When you throw miracle passes at thirty to six, it's forty-two, forty-six, six before you know it because the opposition have got the ball inside your half. They've worked their set of six tackles and they've scored. So we didn't panic in that respect. So that's an absolute bonus for us to know that we can continue our team process, our team methods, and grind our way back into these types of contests. Um, so 30 to 24, we could have drawn level in the last minute. The game's an 80-minute game. We weren't too far off in achieving that result just by being patient, and that's a sign of a great football team we have here, not a good or an okay football team, is that we did in panic trying to get those points and make them up. Number nine, I've gone for Jack, another stellar performance. Um, as I said, just live, uh, you can just see the speed and the momentum he brings to our left edge now with the unwariness of the opposition in defence. So a number of times, like of Cronk and Manu and Mitch Orbison and those guys, couldn't really handle Jack. Um, the speed he moves across the field laterally, and as a fullback, he did that beautifully as well. The way he, way he moves from side to side really had the Roosters sixes and sevens. The big thing is, once again, Jack's flat pass he was getting from Hodjo, 10, 15 metres off the ruck, flat, and with Jack at pace. That's what I said a couple of weeks ago. Jack needs to get that first receiver now at pace with a flat ball. That's when he's at his most dangerous, when he's not as productive as when he's taking the ball standing still and then trying to take off. So if he can get two, three metres deeper from that on, on that left side and get the ball at pace, it just flows the rest of the attackers up with him. They're taking off at the same time with him, and that gives us those options for those second-man plays, inside balls, and so on. Um, look, I'll say it again. At the start of the year, I thought this was a bad move, and I made it very public on my, on my Facebook page. I'm happy to eat the humble pie now. I think nine rounds in, um, getting towards 10, obviously 10 rounds this weekend. This has not been an error of judgment from, from Ricky. He sat, he sat down and looked at this... Um, uh, incredibly well, and it's been a bonus for our team, and I think Jack can only get better. Uh, he's kicking game on the weekend a little bit wonky here and there. He put one or two out for a, um, a seven-set repeat, uh, but all in all, 
there's a, some really positive signs for us, guys. And number 10, I have gone for the grind. I know I mentioned the first 20, but as I said, that last 60 minutes, we were in that game up to our eye teeth with the things we were doing. We got to our kicks. Once the Roosters got to 30, they never scored again for what they scored three minutes after half time. So they held scoreless for 35, 37 minutes of that second half. That's very unrooster-like when they're in a match. Um, and they, they never dropped off. Sure, they had Cordner off and Luttrell. Luttrell came back on with 20 to go, so they were nearly at full strength. Um, but we really matched them pound for pound with those little one percenters. The kick chase, the chase from marker, all those little things where it's a simple, um, a simple thing, attitude, not ability, and we matched the Roosters in that. We didn't win, but I think we won the long game, and, and I think we've got a lot more upside to what we're doing than the Roosters. Once we get some of our right edge players back, your Batemans, your Tarpanis, Jordan, maybe BJ, not sure. But we can really take some good lessons from this Raiders family uh, and be up and positive about what's ahead of us. So, guys, that's it for this week. As always, thank you so much for your support. Uh, get me on my Berkey's Top 10 page. Hit me up on Twitter at BerkeyTop10. I've now got my YouTube channel up and running. You can click the link on my Facebook page when I put this video up, which is at Berkey's Top 10 on YouTube. If you want to hook into me there and subscribe there, that would be wonderful. Podcast will be up shortly as well for your Apple, Google Play, um, um, uh, uh, Pocket Cast, Spotify, so all the main platforms for your uh, potties will be up as well shortly, guys. I'll be back probably Friday afternoon, Friday night for the preview against the Rabbitohs. As always, guys, have a great week. Bleed green. This is Berkey out. Bye for now.